This week on Asbury Pod, we welcome Connie Breach, longtime member of the Asbury Park Police Department, recently re-elected member of the Asbury Park Board of Education, and the driving force behind the Asbury Park Toy Drive. So this holiday season, please donate if you can. The matters addressed in this podcast represent my own personal views and opinions concerning issues affecting the citizens of Asbury Park in my capacity as the Deputy Mayor of the City of Asbury Park. They do not necessarily represent the official position of the city or the official position of the Asbury Park City Council as a whole. I am developing and implementing this podcast in an effort to keep citizens informed. However, this is not an official City of Asbury Park podcast and does not, and I repeat, does not represent the official position of the city or the governing body. Hi, this is Amy Quinn and Joe Walsh, and you're listening to Asbury Pod. It's November 16th. It's freezing. And we are talking to Asbury's finest, Connie Breach, today. Do we need to plug anything else before? No, I think we're, um, this won't be launched till the day after Thanksgiving, so anything we announce now would be past. Okay. Because we can't think that far ahead. in a <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's going on? And we mildly day. have to rush because there's a story time at 11 at, at Words. And Connie has to go to Dr. Pat. So we're going to give a shout out to Dr. Pat. Who doesn't, doesn't everyone love Dr. go to Dr. Pat? Pat? Heather goes to Dr. Pat. I don't really see a... Uh, knock wood. I don't have to see a chiropractor. I did pregnant. I had to see a chiropractor because when you have so much weight in the front... You got to get the back oh, adjusted. Jesus. Torturous. Okay, Connie. So we're just going to... We're going to begin... Connie does um, Toys for Tots. I, I, I said that on purpose because I know it irritates you every time I do it. I know it's not Toys for Tots. You know that. I know it's the Asbury Park Toy Drive. But when I do say Toys for Tots, I see your face become red with irritation. That's right. Yes. So that's how we're going to start this off with you irritated. <laughs> what brought you to Asbury Park, Connie? And when did you come? Uh, the military. Actually, I was stationed at Fort Monmouth. And when I was discharged, I Stayed around the Eatontown area, then I moved to Belmar. I wanted to get back in law enforcement because I was a uh, sheriff's officer in Pennsylvania back in the 80s. Yes, back in the 80s. And um, working for the Monmouth County Sheriff's Office uh, for five years, I wanted to do a little bit more. I wanted to get more involved in the community, and so I decided to move to Asbury Park. I fell And what year was that? 98. 98, okay. 98. Yeah, I was still in the sheriff's office, and it's like, you know, I need to do something else. And everybody thought I was crazy. When I moved here, and then uh, especially when I transferred here, you know, from the sheriff's office, they're like, what are you, nuts? Uh, Asbury Park's going down. There's nothing there. You know, and now they're going, shoot, I should have followed your way. You know, it's like a complete turnaround in the last five, ten years. Where where in Pennsylvania were you? um, Past the Poconos, Mm -hmm. a little country girl in the middle. It's called Catawissa, Mm -hmm. right next to Bloomsburg. That's probably the biggest town that people might recognize, Bloomsburg University. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had the... And that's where you grew up? Yes, where I grew up. I kid my friends I had the most all-American address growing up. It's 111 Main Street, Catawissa, like Mm -hmm. 111 Main Street. It's still there. That explains the 76ers jacket that I was going to give you grief about. 
I don't even know who. They, I, you know, I'm so bad at sports. I don't even know. Yeah, who you're, you're not. You're not I'm, no, I'm, I'm not that lesbian. No, you're not that lesbian. And you know, some people, somebody offered me Yankee tickets, and I and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not that lesbian. But you know those lesbians. That you I do. Given so I should have said yes. I will say yes. Na, na, oh, you all. You also like the Yankees. Uh, okay. You don't course, have to. Everyone likes the Yankees unless you're. Boston fan. A barbarian. Yeah. Okay. Next time anybody offers me any sports tickets whatsoever, you run need it by to you text first. Me. Okay. Yeah, you you got text it. Me. No problem. I'll text you and Joe. <laughs> okay. So you're coming to Asbury in 1998, a few years before me. Um, and describe Asbury at that time. Well, the nickname we had was Beirut by the Sea. Yeah. I mean, it was everything along the, the beachfront from maybe from Grand Avenue down. There's a lot of boarded up houses, uh, a lot of rooming houses that were shut down. Everything was boarded up. The hotels along uh, Kingsley and Ocean, it was it was bad. I mean, the, there was only like the Mayfair was down there on the boardwalk, and we had Convention Hall. There wasn't too much down there. There's only a handful of businesses on uh, Cookman Avenue at the time. There's you know diner and of course Mr. Fashion. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Fashion and the uh, Franks, Ocean Franks was here and uh, the Ocean Gallery. She's still here. Um, the right down there on Cookman right. Avenue. And uh, Franks was here. There were, you know, no, those are still here. I mean, not majority of them are except Mr. Fashion. Um, he moved out. Uh, I forget what year he moved out, but he was here for decades and, and still believed in the city when a lot of people didn't believe in the city. So it was kind of, when they say the tumbleweeds went, you know, went across Cookman Avenue. Quite they, literally. They, they really, literally, they, they did. Well, I think that's the thing we've talked about several times. I started coming, when I moved back to New Jersey, started coming down to Asbury in late 98, 90 around that time. Um, there wasn't anyone down there. Mm. You know, there was no, no people. It well, was, it, it was, was our secret. Yeah. Right. It, it was, you know. So I, I obviously moved to Asbury also a, a couple years after Connie and living in the Santander, as Joe knows. Joe, Joe and I both lived in the Santander for many years. There used to be, you remember, you were working as a comp, right? When you were, when you were, when you moved to Asbury. Right. I was a sheriff's officer from 95 to 2000. Then I came here. August 2000 as a police officer. As a police officer. Mm -hmm. So you remember then the North End with all the hustlers. Oh, yeah. And Fisherman's Lot. So one thing that you would notice when you lived in the Santander and Fisherman's Lot was they would blink lights, right? So so I'd be walking to the Santander, right, from work at like 8 or 9 because I was working in Jersey City. And you would see at Fisherman's Lot headlights blinking. And I forget now. Don't So don't quote me on this. But like one was like interested in – insert sexual activity days before tinder and grinder and all yeah those yeah, yeah. you things. went to fisherman's lot you blinked your headlights and then the hustlers from the north end went to your car i had no idea yeah you know oh, it was pretty big the north end oh the north end it was it was like so an orgy the, it was the, an or it was a building? sex extravaganza do you remember the, the the ramp that went around the the sunset avenue yeah, yeah 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 that was i'm gonna i'm gonna confess to something extraordinarily you, stupid you had a sexual activity in fisherman's lot oh yeah sure all the time no i thought they were fishermen because oh, we, we used to Joe. see them out my well, they, window. Well, they, yeah, they are fishermen, too. Well, their fishermen are on the docks. They weren't sitting in their cars at Fisherman's Well, I thought people lot. were sitting in their cars waiting for the bass run, and they would call their friends. I was like, look, there's always... And I would, I would tell no. I was like, there's always a car in that parking lot waiting for the fish, and well, that's not... It depends on how the car was faced, too. So oh, yep. if, the car, if the car was facing out towards the water, that's probably a fisherman oh. watching the, the water. Yeah. If it's faced the other way, that's somebody watching somebody walk uh, up to them. Yeah. Oh, it, there was so many dynamics that went on um, at Fisherman's Lot. So so I worked in Jersey City at Child Protective Services. So when I came home, I had a, a dog that I adored to, to this day, my favorite dog, this pointer that had so much energy. So I'd have to take him down to the beach at like eight or nine o'clock just to run out that energy because he'd been stuck in my, my apartment for like 12 or 13 hours. So I had nothing to do but one, sit and watch the dynamics and two, get to know a number of the hustlers who 
who then explained the dynamics to me. Oh, so you got I, the code book. I had the book. I I, <laughs> I actually you? I actually had a notebooks before you know the internet wasn't you know. So I had their picture. I had their name, their date. So when they try to give me false information, I go look. Put, go through the notebook. Uh, no, Eva, that's no, 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 Renee, no. So I would know I have a whole list, and I wasn't the only one that did that. There were quite a few of us that, that had a, a book on hand, so we knew who they were, and they can put a different wig on, but we still knew who they were. I was like, I feel like we've digressed onto the sexual extravaganza at Fisherman's Live. So you ask me how I got here. Toy drive. Back to our PD version of this podcast. So you start this, tell, tell us all things about the toy drive. Well, it, it was, it started before I actually got here. It was a, a little bar. It's still there. Uh, Georgie's, uh, he was retired. Georgie's just celebrated 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Um, him and his partner, George, named it Georgie's. And in 99, they had their first little, little Christmas thing. It was small. You know, he just wanted to do something. And then, um, when I came to Asbury Park in 2000, I kind of fell into it. They're like, well, let's bring the, let's bring the police department in. Let's, you know, I'm the, the gay officer and let's, let's make it bigger. So it started out really small in 2000 and each year it got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. I mean, we started out just giving to, uh, just local charities in, in town, the Mercy Center, Father Bob, like they, we stay within, you know, Asbury Park. And as the, the city grew and the families grew, the need grew. So right after Sandy, we decided, hey, you know, we can get more money and do more things if we if we apply, applied for our nonprofit status. So in 2013, we applied for a nonprofit status, and that's when we really imploded. Um, it got to the point where I, we started out packing out toys in garages and backyards and, you know, a three-car garage to now we're at the point where we're going to be packing out and organizing at the bottom of the former fitness lifestyle building which is so, about how much square feet i have no it's huge i mean there's gonna there's there's plenty of room there it's probably the biggest space we have and then once we get done doing that we'll go down to the stone pony and we hand the items out the saturday before christmas and it's not just toys that we hand out for all our community partners i get a lot of different types of uh, uh items to give out not just for the you know, the families, we have coats, we'll have uh, school supplies. Cause I know we used to do the coat yeah, drive at the Harrison. I, yep. Yeah, we, we're going to have a coat drive too. Um, to have a work the details out on that specific coat drive. But, um, we also get a lot of school supplies because what I do when the, the seasons change, people forget, you know, January, it's back to school again. So you, you, everyone buys stuff for September for the kids to go back to school, but they forget, you know, after Christmas, you have to go back to school again. So we, I've developed the last couple of years a little, Every year, I go and get all the clearance stuff from the different stores, the Rite Aid, ShopRite, wherever I can, and I hold on to that, and then that's available also for the family. You remind me of a question I was going to ask later, but um, thinking about what kind of donations you, uh, um, people give, what would you like to see? So what donations do we get uh, too many of, too much of, and, and what donations uh, could you use more of? You know, if we're thinking about back to school in January... People aren't thinking of it, you know, if they're thinking Christmas, then maybe they're not thinking of, of school supplies. I always do teenage because I always feel like nobody yeah. picks up teenagers. Yeah, teenage teenagers are the hardest, you know, that 13, 14, 15. We cut it off at 15 uh, for age-wise. So the older kids usually, you know, gift cards or that's what they usually end up getting. Um, we always seem to run short on the uh, middle-aged girls. 
because no one knows what to buy. At what, eight. like a 10-year-old, 8 to 10? Yeah, 8, 10, you know, that middle age. And what that, do you buy an 8 and 10-year-old you girl? Could, I was going to ask for suggestions because I have to do that. Well, I'm glad you asked that because uh, you can go into our Amazon wish list. Okay. We've created a few years ago um, on Amazon. Um, we're registered as a 501c3, but we also have a, about 30 pages of different items that wish list that we know over the past few years and we, we modify it every year. We add stuff, take stuff off. So if you're not sure what to get, you say, okay, let's see what a seven, eight, nine, ten year. And there's actually going to be quite a few things that you can actually buy. And the best part about it is it ships right to us. Okay. So okay. everything ships to us. So my UPS guys, I have to make sure that they, they have a nice little warm cup of cocoa when they come deliver because they deliver a lot of stuff to us. You know, maybe when we post this episode, we can throw that link in the course in the course description in the uh, in the episode description that sure. people can click. Yeah, on. it's on. Um, we have it on uh, our Facebook page because we do a lot of our promo on Facebook, of course. I mean, we do have the web page, but like majority of our majority of our work and and the social media, um, Corey, she does the Twitter and uh, the Instagram. We have, but mostly uh, Facebook events is where we get a lot of our attention. Now, Barry, who wears the Santa suit, does he have one Santa suit he wears or does he have multiple? I think he's on his third different one now. He's on his third Barry, Santa Barry, um, I have multiple Santas, but Barry's been my mainstay at Georgie's. He does. Have you had to fire Barry and get another Santa? Nope, not at Georgie's. Okay. Nope. He's, nice. he's been here every single year. I feel like one year we had a drunk Santa. Or was that the city event? Might have been that, the wasn't, city event. that wasn't Georgie's. No, I think that was mainstay. That's no. the movie Elf. Disregard that. That was bad Santa. And we don't, we, I don't have bad Santas. Okay. But well, no, the we city have, had a bad Santa. We, um, well, well, who showed up late and we're all like why isn't he here and then reeked that wasn't my santa no 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 it was the yeah. um i have i have a couple a santas anyway it is what it is love and not judging i have three santas actually and who are the three santas uh, well barry's my barry's main state yeah and, and he and does he does barry's help been out around forever yeah he does uh some things it fill in he does the tree lighting and stuff down here and then i have uh santa mike Santa Mike does the uh, elves on a roof, which I'll get into later with, with some of the things we have coming up. He uh, works at the Stone Pony, but he actually has a real, a real, real gruff beard. And then uh, the Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore Santa, who was with me at Christmas in July at the Stone Pony. He's like legit. Like this guy, you hire him out. Oh, he does it for like a he, living. That's his living. Yep. He absolutely. He and did. how much does it cost to hire a Santa? Um, I don't know because he did it for, for me um, for the goodness of... Well, His kudos heart. to the Jersey Shore Santa. And then. he also plug him. Yeah, Jersey Jersey. I can't say that Jersey Shore Santa. He has his own Facebook page, but um, yeah, he's nuts. He's crazy, but he's got a heart of gold. What are uh, Barry and Mike's last names so they can give him two? Barry Bowling, Bowling. and mm-hmm. Mike. I from the Stone Pony. Yeah, way big, to put her on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> way to put her on the My spot. Bad. We'll delete all yeah. of that. <laughs> um, and here's what you can catch Barry on Saturday nights for karaoke mm-hmm. singing show tunes. Um, to his heart's can I mean he's actually really yeah, good. He's got he worked for Verizon and he used he to do work for Verizon. Anymore? No, he retired. But he was the Santa for for uh, Verizon. What people could call in with their, and he would have that voice. He has that and have you been a good girl this year? Like he actually does the voice with keep you know for the kids when they want to call in. Oh, you could call yeah, you used to be yeah. able to call Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he does was, he does a really good yeah, job with karaoke. If you're into show tunes, which which I like like one or two show tunes, but when it's like eleven or twelve, it's like it's a lot of show tunes tonight, ladies and gents. Lots of show tunes. I'll just sing my Helen Ready. Um okay, so let's spend a minute on volunteers. How many do you need? How many do you have? And how lucky are the, you that I feel like you have the same ones every year who are tired? I, I have a, a really good core group of volunteers. And I have, you know, it started out just a handful because it wasn't that big. But as we as, as we got bigger and bigger, um, 
we needed more and more volunteers. And the war and more people moved into town. It's like, hey, I want to, how can I get involved? I said, volunteer. So we literally, we did the Oyster Fest this, this past uh, year. So that, uh, we needed about 60 volunteers to maintain the schedule with the games and our tent and the front gate. So that rotated around. We actually have a, a Google Doc where people can sign up like particular hours. And we're going to do the same thing when we do Elves on the Roof. There's going to be sign-up sheet online that we can get people to sign up. So we have core volunteers that they're there all the time. I have probably 20 really solid volunteers. And then there's other ones that that can help one or two days here and there that fill in. And the day of the event, everybody wants to volunteer because every, everybody likes to see the end result, which is if kind of phenomenal, you know. Well, tell us about the end result. The end result, we have, uh, like I said, the Saturday before Christmas. And uh, Car- I mean, you have lines to get in. Yeah, Caroline O'Toole, uh, three years ago, then the Madison Market. For our listeners who don't know, Caroline O'Toole runs the Stone Pony. Yep, does an she, amazing job yep, running it. She is the manager of the Stone Pony for like 11 years now. Um, so she along with Madison Marquette, gave us that venue for that day. And literally people line up because they know we have extra things. It's not just a bag of toys you're getting. Um, the Windmill Restaurant sponsors, he, he cooks hot dogs for everybody who wants them. And uh, Wegmans is also a, a sponsor. They, they donate all the chips and stuff, the snacks, and Pepsi. Thank God for Pepsi. Pepsi gives us cases and cases of soda and water to hand out to the kids and the families when they come through the line. So, you know, you don't just get a bag of toys. There's, you might get a jacket that fits you. You might have some, we have books and CDs that the kids can go through and look at. Um, and some other tchotchke stuff, like school supplies. So literally when they come in, it's like a shop. It's like a little mini store set up and you walk in one door and you come all the way around and you walk out the back how, door. How many people do we serve? Well, last year, what do you serve? Well, the last year, well, we all serve. I include um, myself, that's fine. You, of course you're a volunteer. Um, last year we had 555 families. Um, oh and God. I think it was like 2,100 kids. It, it, we've been averaging anywhere between 500. The, the most we served was 585. And it's at least easy 2,000 kids. So that's just the holidays. We do all the other things during the course of the year because of the nonprofit status. We also do a Mother's Day, Father's Day essay contest. Um, we do a big back to school uh, drive with a dunk tank at Georgie's, you know, so and we do field trips. We started a scholarship program uh, two years ago. For our high school seniors, now, just just so everybody knows, everything that we collect here stays here. So when you make a donation to the Asbury Park Toy Drive, you're you're giving back to the community. We are specifically for Asbury Park only. Speaking of donations, lamest donation you ever got that made you think: Have you ever have you ever even met a child? The lamest? Lamest. I don't get any donation. I went. I you know. You didn't look yeah. at one donation ever and be like, ugh. Yeah, but I can always put it in a stocking stuffer. Okay. Well, what was it? Uh, probably Jack's. You know, probably, really? Oh my probably, god! Yeah, and like, you know, some eighty-year-old woman bought some jacks. Yeah, but that's okay. You know what? It's never no donation is too small or too large. I mean, it's you know, I used to play jacks. Uh, yeah, a lot of kids I play jacks. Really but, good at jacks. But some but, people, you know, it's how do you know you're good at jacks? Like, I, I think I beat my sister. Can you be bad at jacks? You can be bad at jacks. Oh, you can lose the ball. You're right, and then the jacks become like little, yeah. you know, booby traps. Yeah. Best present you've ever seen donated to the toy drive. Um, like well, the, you know, the bikes that we get are phenomenal. But I think the one year I had a, a little mini drone. Oh wow! Yeah. And okay. That, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's some people we put up certain things there. We like to keep it to, you know, a minimum because I don't want to get something crazy. But um, the bikes are always the greatest because we always give out the bikes. And then uh, we also do a raffle the day of the event. Like if somebody does, if I have extra bikes that 
people didn't ask for, we will raffle off like three bikes, like a girl bike, a boy bike, and you know, a larger bike, and with tickets. It doesn't cost them anything. When they come in, they just get a raffle ticket, and then if they win, we also we also raffle off the trees that we have. Like we'll decorate, you know, an artificial tree, and if somebody needs a tree, they'll raffle off and they get a free decorated tree. That's that's amazing. I, I wanted to circle back to something you said, also to fill in, give some context to people who might be listening. So you mentioned all the donations stay within Nazareth Park. Yes. We're a small town. And what were the numbers we just said? 2,000 kids? About that. So to some numbers, you know, if you're not from Asbury and you're listening, you too, we have a couple listeners in Providence, allegedly. Um, <laughs> and by that, our eighth and ninth listener. Right. Our 10th listener. You're going to reach eight to 10 people at this yeah. podcast, unless you're Chrissy Ballard and the city engineer, where over 100 people listen to rock that star. podcast. She's a rock star. Yeah, she... Um, she ruined our our bit about eight to ten listeners, yeah. but every nobody well, else is remotely well, come close to work. If my me. listeners from the toy drive, my volunteers from the toy drive are listening now, the only reason why I'm here is because of you. If it, this is a strictly volunteer organization, right. and the volunteers that help me, they are rock stars. No matter what event, they're rock stars. And I wish I could name everybody and give a shout out to everybody, but they know who they are. I just want to put that out there. I appreciate everything that these guys have done for me. Well, hopefully they listen and you come close to Chrissy Ballard's numbers. You better listen. <laughs> so in, in terms of numbers, you know, like I said, we have a small town. But as of 2017, 30% of the residents of As- full-time residents of Asbury Park live below the federal poverty line. Or that's of 2017. And for, you know, for people wanting to know what that means, for a, fam- a household of one, that's twelve point five thousand dollars of income a year. For a family of four, that's twenty five. So there's need yeah. right here, and that's what's reported. I mean, there are a lot of figures that that won't be reported for one reason or another. They won't answer the door. Like the census is not actually accurate. I don't think it is, mm-hmm. but because I know, I drive these streets every day, and I see the kids, and I know, you know, I know my city. I know where people live, and I know how many kids are there. So I know, like, when people are like, how do you have 2,000 children? Like, well, we have almost that many in a school system, different school systems, but they still live here. They may not all go to Asbury Park in the school system, but they still live in Asbury Park. So those are the ones that we reach out to. And I don't think people realize, um, you know, that we have that many young people in the city, but we do. And we should acknowledge Connie is an Asbury Park Board of Education member for yep. how many years? I uh, just got elected to my fourth term. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Um, we love the Asbury Park School so District. I, I have a quick side question about Asbury Park High School volleyball. Yeah. You know, I saw your picture with the team. Is that, so were you, is that's a relatively new initiative for the yeah, high school? That's, yeah. They were, they were in their second year. Yeah. Um, so they had to play the JV level two years. Next year, they're going to jump to varsity level. And you're going to, these kids, these young ladies amazing. are amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So the toy drive. The city gave them a proclamation and they were phenomenal. Yeah. The, um, the toy drive, uh, donated, um, some really cool backpacks to them, like Under Armour backpacks that were donated, and volleyballs from the practice too. We also have a soccer program that just started this year for the girls. When is the um, volleyball season? Fall. So we, we've missed it? Yes. All right. So next year we should all show up in, in like – Totally. Pack, it starts in September, yeah. I mean, we actually – well, we played – Is at, there home games or not? Yeah, we play at the middle school. We, had, we bought a brand-new volleyball net. It's state-of-the-art um, – volleyball net because we didn't have anything and the middle school that's where they play their games at because it's the biggest venue for them um so yeah we had they won their first home game and the stands were were packed i mean it was just phenomenal Phenomenal. connie is that sporty lesbian not to be confused with me who is not that sporty. well i'm the athletic chairperson on the on the board too so i'm i'm you know one of the things that when i was elected two years ago i wanted to see something more for you know our girls at, at school during the fall we didn't we didn't have anything other than track 
So we instituted the volleyball program, got off the last year, and this year we have a girls' soccer program, finally. So. Great. Yeah, no, it's phenomenal. Also, we have an amazing female wrestler named Ditta who yep. is pioneering through. She's a junior um, this year. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, big, big fans of, of Ditta and the girls of the um, Asbury Park volleyball team. Looking forward to seeing what they're doing this year for fundraisers. So one of my favorite fundraisers is Georgie's. Right. Um, one, because I love Georgie's. But two, I've been going to that for at least 10 plus years. Yeah. And when I first started to go, I'm just going to bring this full circle, Joe. Sure. There was several men who wore assless chaps at that fundraiser. And in recent years, nobody is wearing assless chaps, no. Connie. And yeah. w- what is up with that? It's not appropriate for a toy drive. At Georgie's? What I mean- about assless chops is not appropriate for a toy driving georgies jeez I have you stopped the assless chops i, I asked it's appropriate I, you know just i had a i had a couple performers that were um you're the reason little, we don't have assless chops in asbury not asbury just for the toy drive it's my fundraiser you don't put at you don't have assless i'm gonna chaps wear assless chaps now no, connie no. oh f that i don't yeah. have political aspirations i'm gonna put a pair of assless chaps on and go and just you know i had a couple uh performers that went over the line with some of their um, <laughs> songs. And I'm like, I have no so many different people. there, though. I don't care. There's all different types oh, of people there. Gracious. And this is my perception. I don't want to, you know, I want to have a good time. I don't need to have a good time and have vulgarity. Well, you get a lot of straight people, too. At yeah, that, it's, it's, a, it's a big mix. Because, yeah. you know, that day brings out people that... Well, Joe, well, you're only, straight. Do you have a problem with assless chaps? Or drag queens that are going to be a little risque? I, I, you know, I, I've never seen someone... In physically in assless chaps, I, I mean, I ha- well because jeans, Connie put a yeah. Connie squashed it. That's why so you I, have, I have to really. It. I don't know. It's a little. Yeah, well, they may come out later. You know, but the initial, you know, I'm somewhat, hours. Uh, I'm somewhat on the conservatives. Okay. <laughs> At least in that. Well, I love a good pair of assless chaps. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about some of the fundraising that you do for the Esbury Park Toy Drive. Well, let's see the the first thing we have coming up um, normally. Georgie's is a kickoff, um, but we have. It's always the first Sunday. It's of always, the, yeah, always the first Sunday. He wanted to change it this year, and I said, no, it's got to be the first Sunday. I'm not going to change something after That's 20 so, years. Right. And I'm glad because then the following Sunday there's also an event. But we're doing something with the Stone Pony with Remember Jones um, Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, we're going to be collecting toys and donations in person at the Stone Pony. Um, I forget the doors open at seven o'clock with Remember Jones. And did he reach out to you? Um, we talked over the summer when we we're doing the Christmas in July because he actually opened for uh, Southside. So we had a discussion and then uh, talked to Caroline. And I have a box down, I have a donation box down there anyway. So it was kind of like put the faces with the box and people can see it. That way it's in their head. They may not bring a toy in that time, but they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, this know? is Friday, November 29th, right? Yes, at the Stone Pony. So just, it's, it's the, remember Jones does the um, Amy Winehouse back to, um, love Amy back Winehouse. to back to black. Yeah. And, and they're, uh, they're posting it as the last time they're going to do that particular mm-hmm. uh, show. And from what I hear, they're very good at this. They're uh, very, and she, yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah. Also, 10 years ago, I dressed up and really killed it as Amy Winehouse for Halloween. Really? Yeah. Sure. Maybe if I can do, de- I'll dig out a picture. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure you have it somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> um, can you talk about where you have boxes? Because I know you have one at Roastery. Yeah. Well, can I each one oh, of yeah. the donations first? And then I'll do not, yeah. Do, yeah. Circle so, back. So that Keeping is. Keeping us on track, Connie. It's, it's Keeping right us there. On the track. boxes are down on the list. Don't relax. 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 I mean. Um, need some more coffee. <laughs> so anyway, that Sunday, the next event is uh, Sunday at Georgie's, the official kickoff of the toy drive. 
um, from three to eight. We will have uh, a buffet. We have entertainment. I have a sure thing duo, which is uh, Chris Whitted and his friend. Uh, Chris is the manager at Life Storage, who donates um, our storage space for the year. When we when I collect all the stuff during the course of the year, I have a huge storage unit. Oh, that's at, where you keep it throughout the year. Throughout, that's where I keep it throughout the year. They donate. So uh, Life Storage is. I'm going to give them a plug too. Awesome oh, guys. Totally. There. Yeah. Awesome. On memorial. Well, no, it's first first okay yeah they have two the one at first by right aid and then across the tracks the other big building there so yeah they've been awesome uh for the last 10 years for us so his group is going to be performing along with uh some drag queens and i don't know maybe someone might show up with them assless chaps you know god willing by amy's request i don't know and then we'll have a 50 50 raffle um and i think some uh, joe might have some other things to uh raffle off that time and there's like i think i said free buffet yeah, free buffet. So it's usually a good time. It's usually packed. Uh, you know, it's people come and go. They come in for a while, and it's like different waves that people come in. So that's always awesome. And then um, that coming Thursday, December 5th, um, at Tides, Hotel Tides, I started this uh, with uh, a gentleman that worked at, what was it before, um, Modine's? Um, fish. Sibo. No, fish. Oh, fish. fish. Well, Sibo and fish, weren't they? Yes, yes, yes. Fish. It was totally fish. He, um, he worked there and he came up with the idea of uh, tips for toys because he wanted to donate all his tips back to the toy drive and he did very well. So when they closed up, I spoke to Ryan about it and Ryan's like, oh yeah, absolutely. So that Thursday. And just say who Ryan is. Ryan Jimenez is the manager at Hotel Tides. For years. Huge, yeah. huge. He's been um, about eight years now, I think. Yeah. yeah. And just amazing yep. person. Yep. And uh, does like pink phenomenal prom. things. Yeah, he does He does a lot of things. Community. Yeah, for the Little yeah. League, Pink Prom. I mean, Ryan, whenever there's a fundraiser or something like that, Ryan's more than happy to uh, open up the tides for that. But So that Thursday night, December 5th, all, it's, all the tips that he makes goes into the toy drive. He donates everything back. So that's my man. And then um, December 8th, of course, is the... Uh, Asbury Park Music Foundation's annual Christmas blast at the Paramount. I don't know the exact title. Extravaganza. Extrava- yeah. yeah, extravaganza. So, uh, and that's put on by Eileen. Mm-hmm. Well, a number of people, yep. but Eileen Councilwoman Eileen Chapman's one of the people who put put that on. And I, everybody knows, I hate going out late, and I'm not going to stay late, and I'm going to get home early. Um, but for that event last year, the first one. It was so phenomenal. She had young musicians with older kind of mentoring musicians and, and they all kind of performed together. And I think I stayed, if not the whole show, 90% of the show because it was just so, so yeah, It was phenomenal. great. It was, I mean, we were, we were collecting toys outside, you know, on the ramp there. So that's what we're going to be about there, collecting donations and toys. So, you know, if you don't know what to buy, monetary donations, that's fine. Uh, check. That's fine. We have PayPal. Those are other ways that, you know, you can make a donation if you want to make a donation. So, yeah, that was, we had a lot of toys that time too. We did really well. Yeah. And we should say last year it sold out. So anyone listening yeah. to this, you should get your tickets, like stop listening to this podcast and go get your, Where can your they tickets. Where get their tickets at? Oh, I didn't ask Eileen that. Uh, Probably yeah. the box office, right? Paramount box office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'll look that up well, while we're yeah. talking. Call, it might be Evite. Might be, there might be call something. Call me to, and I'll put you in touch with Eileen. And tickets start at twenty nine ninety nine. And doors open at 6. The show actually starts at 7. But um, really such an amazing, amazing show. It is. Um, the other thing, it's going to start the weekend after Thanksgiving. It's going to be the Elves on the Roof. Again, we did that uh, last year with the Asbury Festival Beer Garden. They turned their rooftop into like this big craft um, 
fair. So they have all, di- all different types of vendors up there and crafts and candles and a lot of, a lot of stuff you can't, you can't find anywhere in a store because they're, they're handcrafted. They're local, local people doing local things. And they also have, uh, the, the stage. They put my, my sled up there. My sled that was built by Andrew Grossman. Thank you, Mr. Grossman. Thank you, Mr. We love Andrew. Yeah, we love Andrew. Um, he built that a couple years ago for us. So that's kind of like a, a backdrop. Does it's not you can't really sit in a sled, and Santa's there, and we do photos with Santa from nice. from two to six. So this sounds like a full time job, Connie. Yeah, that's Jesus. why I take vacation. <laughs> take vacation Cow. in December. I'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to you talk about it, what you do. But it's awesome because that, that I have two volunteers that shake the money jug and collect the toys. You know, we you can do the toys up there, and people they go, well, how much does the photo cost? And the photos are free. Like they have a, they have a photographer, so it's free, and they'll and they'll put it on their Facebook page, but. If you'd like to make a donation to the Asbury Park Toy Drive, that would be greatly appreciated. And most people do. I mean, you know, we get, it's funny because last year the wine tour came through that, and we had a lot of people coming up for the wine tour. So getting the guys, the hardest thing was getting the, the boyfriends and the husbands to go up and take a photo with Santa. So right. after a few glasses of wine, it was pretty easy to get them up there and take uh-huh. a photo with Santa. And then you go, you go to the guilt trip. So you're going to let your wife take a photo with Santa when you're not going to get up there? Hmm. And so, thank you to the beer garden. And I found out uh, tickets for the um, Asbury Park Music Foundation, a very Asbury holiday show, are sold through Ticketmaster. Okay. Oh. Although you can probably go to the box office. Yeah, you should be able Yeah, and you don't have to pay that service fee if you go yeah, to the box yeah. office. So stop by the Pony and pick yeah. up some Yeah, tickets. so the beer gardens have been awesome You know, ever since they've opened up for some of my events. So this is a, you know, it's a nice little change. You go up there and shop, eat, shop, and uh, get your photo with Santa. Nice, nice. You want boxes? Well, I was gonna go. I was gonna go into being Asbury's finest, Connie. Oh, you don't want to know where my boxes are? Oh yeah, I oh, do yeah. want to know where your boxes where are. are. Jesus, she's the only one who. <laughs> she's the only one who keeps track she's of what we've She's the only one who wrote down anything. I mean, well, you, well, you said that before. Like, where's my boxes at? Yeah, where, tell are, you, where are your boxes? My boxes Connie? are all over the place. Um, I have. How can people get into your boxes, Connie? Oh, they can just. Go on to the Facebook page and look and see the boxes and just jump right in. Okay. So on Cookman Avenue, I have a box at um, America's Cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a box at uh, Plan B in the shops of the arcade. Mm-hmm. I have on Main Street. What do I have on Main Street? I have the, at the La Parisian uh, Cleaners. There's one there. There's one at Jimmy's Restaurant. There's one at Frank's Restaurant. Um, Hotel Tides. Um, I have two boxes at Convention Hall, so when you go down and shop during the weekends with their their Winterfest, their Bazaar, there's two boxes there by Santa. And speaking, well, I'll come back to that one. Silver Ball Museum, uh, shout out to them because they are going. If you bring in a toy worth seven dollars or more, new unwrapped toy, you get a do- an hour free free play. Oh, nice! So they're in conjunction with the Toy Drive. If you bring in a nice toy in, they are going to give you an hour to go play with your heart's content. So that you know, I want to thank the Silver Ball for that. Um, yep, and Convention Hall with photos with Santa. That's done on Sundays. Uh, my friend Joe Cernio, who owns Shoreline Media Marketing, Joe's been doing the photos with Santa for like the past five, six years. And all the donations that he, he takes the photos and gives them the actual photo, all the donations go right to the toy drive. So he's been doing that for us for years. So a shout out to Joe Cernio on that one. Um, Paradise. Um, their lobby, the Empress Lobby, there's a box. Um, there's a box at Georgie's, of course, and Fit by Fred on Lake Avenue. You, I'm going down my list. Now. I have about 20 boxes out there right now. So, and who, what business does the best? Who puts, who gets the most gifts in their in their box? Who? Well, I'll tell you, it really it really varies. I mean, last year, you know, at um, America's Cup, 
like I emptied a box three times, which is phenomenal. Those are the residents in this area here. So they were really good. And convention hall, of course, because the people come in convention hall and they, they bring their stuff in there. And, uh, Georgie's, I mean, that's, that's our big, big draw. I mean, that's our big party. So, I mean, that's, it takes almost four hours to the next day. I have to, you know, get a crew in there at Georgie's and take all the, you know, the, the toys and the bikes out. You know, and then we shop too, like all our donations that we do. I take shop. off the Monday after the Georgie's event because I've gotten so drunk usually that Sunday. Was with everybody car- else at Georgie's? Was there karaoke when this happened? No, so? I don't do karaoke no, while I'm no on the karaoke. council. No karaoke. It was just it ended. It ends with uh, some beautiful drag queen performances, and I think the infamous Pissy Miles might be there this year too. And for those of you that don't know, Pissy Miles is all over the internet yep. for being at the Trump impeachment hearings. She is the most interesting thing about yep. the Trump impeachment <laughs> hearings. Um, and we want to give her a shout out, a local for years, yeah. just a wonderful, yeah. awesome, wonderful, wonderful person. Go Pissy. I'm sure she, I would have loved to see some of the faces when she walked into that hearing. That, that would have been like crazy but donates also all the time yep. her her drag show to local yeah, causes so the drag huge. show that, the drag show that night at, at georgie's after the band plays they usually donate all the funds back um to the toy drive well all their tips back and they've done um, it do you know what irritates me you know what irritates me when people win the 50 50 and don't donate it back well you don't you don't know what that person's going through either you can't you can't judge that i know i you know yeah, what you i know, know what we you know? we've booed them before yeah we've booed them you know what donate it back I, I don't know what you're going through, but donate it back. At least a portion of it. I know most of people, course. there's only been one time that somebody didn't donate at least a portion of it back. Just once. I mean, all the years I've been doing it, only one time. She and you probably don't even know. I've, I've won it twice. Yeah. I've won it twice. And of course, donated it back. Now, Angel, my wife, um, won it once. And she had to donate it back. I think I donated. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to, I think I donated it back like minus 20 bucks. Because I wanted like another beer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's what I don't obligate anybody. I want you to keep some of that money. So you at least if you, you don't donate, donate it back. I personally and the drag queens will boo you at the Georgie's <laughs> event. I mean, that's if you don't. That's some shame. Donate the 50 50 back. Shaming. Yeah. See, that's why when we did our, our offsite 50 50, the first time I've done that, we did it at the Oyster Fest. So we sold all the tickets for like a, leading up to a month. That person got a check. So there was no there was no donating back. Here's your check. I don't want you to donate back because you don't. It's a lot, it was a lot of money. I don't expect somebody to donate that kind of money back. What was it? How much was it? Um, we got seventy two hundred dollars. Oh, so wow. it was half of that. So she got yeah. So oh my goodness. Yeah, that I was. Wish she could donate a portion of that back. She's gonna buy toys. Okay. She's gonna go to Amazon, and I want to say something about the Amazon real quick with our wish list. All right, we need to get to you being a cop at some point, Connie, before our four minutes are up. Okay, I'm a cop. Okay. Well, you are one of Asbury's <laughs> finest. Go. I felt oh, like no, you were no. starting. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, we're actually, our four is now two. Okay. For Dr. Pat. Okay, waiting. now we have two. Right. Okay. How long have you been in the on the Asbury Park Police Force? I've been Asbury Park since August of 2000. So I've, I've been here a little over 19 years. If John Moore gave the police department a million dollars, he's never going to do this, mm-hmm. um, or our city manager, whoever, gave the police department a million dollars, what would you do with that money? Probably some cars and better equipment. Our radios are terrible. Okay. Um, we're, our cars are being depleted. They're constantly in the shop. So, I mean, that's because they get run. I mean, with the small, with every day, like they're supposed to, they're running 24 seven, a lot of these cars and they, they break down a lot. So we definitely need some, you know, equipment. Best and worst part of being a police officer. 
I, the best part is I get to I get to help people. I mean, really, they say that's kind of corny, but I mean, I started in Pennsylvania, and it's just that part of the community aspect of it um, to help somebody find somebody's dog, find a lost child, you know, so, solve the crime or something like that. You know, that part of the the police aspect of it. That's what makes it, you know, a good day. And I always try to, I tell the younger guys, always try to do something good before you leave the day. Like just one thing, whether you open a car door, don't give somebody a ticket, just give them a break. Always try to do something good that day because that person is going to remember you down the road, especially with all the negative that, you know, the police are getting lately with some of the things that are out there. <clears throat> it's good to see that, you know, have that one positive experience. Don't be that, oh, all cops are the same, but no, we're not all the same. You know, it's not a perfect world. And that, and that's the hardest part of being a cop is sometimes you get grouped into the knuckleheads out there that are doing the wrong thing. But as long as you keep doing the right thing yourself, then you'll be all right. And you'll yeah. Be and Asbury Park, it's not an easy place to be a cop, to be in politics, to be anything. Asbury is not for the faint of heart in any capacity, including being a fireman. I think we talked about that, mm-hmm. Kevin, a little bit. Asbury is both. not for the faint of heart. <laughs> right. And I'm both. Yeah. So listen, Connie, I'm going to bring up uh, women in, in the police force because you are one of probably 10 or 12. That we yeah, have. I think, you know, the regular officers, I believe, are at 10 right now. Um, but a force of about 88 something. Yeah, we run about ten percent. Yeah, it's a small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small percentage. Um, we do have a lot of class ones and class twos, female officers that are aspiring to be a full time officer. So you're seeing an increase in 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 women yeah, joining. Absolutely. You know, okay. it, you got to start somewhere. And, and I say these kids because they're like 18, 19, 20 years old. But they start sometimes a class one. You know, writing the parking tickets that we all hate, and then they go to class two. So then they make that step. And we're civil service. So you actually have to live in town to take the test. And you have to stay in town for at least a year once you're hired. You know, keep that residency. And I I haven't left. I still live here. So Although you, most many, many cops have left. Many cops do. Yeah. But everyone knows where I live at. I live at the corner of 3rd Avenue, Wendy Williams Way. Everyone knows. You know, that big, bright yellow house. You know, and I don't, I don't mind living here. I don't. It's easy for me. To I own. would love all the cops and yeah. firemen and firemen to live here, but there's a state law that allows them not to live here. Yeah. Um, putting that aside for a minute, one, we're going to end this on one piece of advice you would give to a beginning female cop in Asbury Park. Listen and observe, and treat people the way you want to be treated. That's the golden rule. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, folks. So, good luck with Dr. Pat. Thank you. I guess not, luck's not needed. Yeah, it's not, just a little adjustment here and there. Yeah. So I, I think um, that's it. We'll yeah. End it here. End it here. Oh, right. don't and like the face. If you don't have, oh, if you don't, oh, I want plug to, all that. Please plug. I mean, please plug that. Please like us on Facebook. Um, all the events that are coming up. I just named a few right now. I'm still in the process of you know getting other events together. So as they come up, they will be posted on our Facebook page. Asbury Park Toy Drive, that's our webpage, Asbury Park Toy Drive, and that's also our post office box, 1469. And, and as somebody who's on Instagram more than Facebook, what's the, do you know that Instagram handle? Um, you can type it in. I know the underscore as AP, I don't know. What it okay. Is. Corey, Corey does. If, if you search <laughs> okay. it, it'll come up. Fine. Yeah. yeah. We'll, and, we'll get you know, it Don't up. forget the, um, um, the wish list on Amazon. Yeah. Are you connected to the Smile yes. Amazon? So yeah. you can you can do you year round. Uh, if you, for those who don't know, Smile.Amazon.com allows you to set up a nonprofit as a uh, a partner. Long-term, yeah, it's a partner. So yep. all of your purchase, a percentage of all your purpose uh, purposes <laughs> purchases uh, go to that uh, that nonprofit. And it's so great because they get they it goes right to our bank account. There's no check. It's like here's your quarterly, you know, so you can see like 
and you can change that whenever you want to. Like say Christmas time, you want us to be your nonprofit, and then you know October or someplace else you want breast cancer or whatever. You can change it at a, on a click. Yeah, you are now running late for Doctor Pat and Connie. Well, Doctor Pat will be okay. That's Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you back here in December. Yes. With I'm not going to name guests because every time I name guests, shit goes awry. So I'm not going to name Kiss December. I just want to give a shout out to my other four, my other four board members. Sure, uh, Beth Fotorero. She was from the beginning. From the beginning, she yep, yep. first year. Um, Barb Lazinski, uh, Corey Law, and Mickey Carter. How are Mickey? And Ka- you know, I had Carol on the show. Did you? Yeah, she was great. She was great. And Laura, Laura from Laura Popel from oh the Pride. Pride. Yeah, yep. she, they both super super interesting. Yes. Both super interesting. Well, I hope I lived up to the interesting part of it. Yeah, you were, <coughs> e- you were easy. Yeah, you yeah. were easy, Connie. Yeah. Okay. Don't, you don't were easy like interview. Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in, in uh, Assless Chaps on uh, Georgie's party. No, you, know, you I won't. I by your house on my, with my Assless Chaps, and you didn't come out to see me. I, I, yeah, I think I got that text late, though. It's a little, it's a little cold whatever. out for Assless Chaps. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. Asray Pod gratefully acknowledges the support of words. Asway Park's only independent bookstore, offering new and gently used books for all readers. Words also hosts a range of literary and social events for adults and children. Located on 623 Cookman Avenue, Words is open every day save Tuesday from noon to 5. Stop by and say hello.